raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. I have a series of commentaries regarding the resignation of Dr. Yvonne Stokes at Hamilton Southeastern. Sorry, I I wasn't here timing people. Every time I go away for a couple days, the world explodes. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. But I am. uh, There are some reactions that are happening and shame on these so-called news organizations for taking reactions as fact. They forced her to resign. I don't know that and neither do you. It was racism. What are you talking about? Then there's Jocelyn Vare, who's running for re-election in the Fisher City Council. Did you just did you just compare Fishers to the KKK? It's crazy town. We have asked the question before, what happens when you trade your humanity for your ideology? And these these people have done it. They've done it. People take a look at what happened in Fishers and the, the election of that school board where yes, the Republicans came in and swept Oh, they're the ones who made it political. No, and 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 Fishers, it might be time for for you to hear some. I don't know. I can't. I was gonna say you need to hear some grown up talk, as if somehow you're not grown ups. And man, that's not a way to actually get people to to listen to you. So maybe I'll try a different tact. Fishers is political. Hamilton Southeastern has been political, and that's why people voted for a different school board. So it would stop. The people on the political left think that the election of the school board was about being political. No, it was about the end to it. You never accepted the fact that you were the issue. You went too far, political left in Fishers. You went too far. And the people said, we're done with this. Why can't you just accept it? Okay, all right, we went too far. Because you never actually think you go too far. You never actually think you're the problem. Because you have no interest in actually recognizing that there's somebody who lives next door to you who might disagree with you. They're not your neighbor, they are your enemy. Why? Your ideology has supplanted your humanity. That's why. That's why this has happened. You actually have somebody running for city council who puts out a, a, a tweet that says, the bullies are running the show here in Fishers, Indiana. And it's, uh, it's an image of the book uh, by Timothy Egan, A Fever in the Heartland, the Ku Klux Klan's plot to take over America and the woman who stopped them. You're comparing Fishers to the KKK? What the... 
is this rational? Of course it's not rational. And now Fishers can decide what to do about Jocelyn Vare. And anybody upset with me for talking about it, you put it out on social media for the world to see. Of course I'm going to talk about it. Because we do have a problem in Fishers. And it is the political left that won't accept the fact that maybe Fishers isn't with them. And that has replaced their humanity with their ideology. And has hurt the city. And who need to stop. This is where we are at. This is what needs to change. And it needs to change immediately, if not sooner. Because these people who are disagreeing with you, political left, they're not stopping. They're not stopping. They're not giving up. They just won't. So maybe recognize that they have a point. Maybe recognize that less politics in our schools and in our lives is probably better. That's what's need that's what needs to happen. As for the resignation of the superintendent, well, I'll give you my thoughts on that coming up. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Shana Tova. It means Happy New Year. Right? Jewish New Year uh, starts uh, tonight. Uh, that's that's how it goes. And you'll uh, be seeing people gathering at synagogues tonight and tomorrow. All over the the place. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a party. There's gonna be apples, there's gonna be honey. It's for a sweet new year. Uh Jews. They, 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 they know how to rock it. They, they absolutely know how to rock the thing. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. It's, it's not, it's, um, it's, it's, it's not that rocky. It's, it, it's just, it just isn't. But it is uh, the Jewish New Year, it's, and it's uh, how we gather every year to remind ourselves just how much Ilhan Omar hates us. Every year we got to get together. We're like, it's a lot, right? And everyone's like, yeah, it's a lot. And then we're like, okay, let's eat. And then that's it. That's, that's the whole thing. Uh, I, came, I, I wasn't planning on discussing it, except that I came across a, a story that, um, that was a problem. And it was from Wish TV. And uh, it it seems that every time Adam Pinsker does a story, I'm like, oh, holy hell. But uh, this one I don't specifically blame on him. Uh, Let me, let me, you know what? The popcorn moment. Let's go, let's go, let's go. 
It's a story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn, because there is more. I want you to hear it. I don't specifically blame Wish TV as much as I blame Jews. My people, my people. This is, this is ridiculous. And let me share with you how this starts. Of mine, Rosh Hashanah marks the beginning of a new year on the Jewish calendar. Efforts are underway to make sure Jewish people in Indiana can worship without fear of being harmed. News 8's Adam Pinsker joining us now live in the studio. So what are some of those efforts being made to keep local Jewish people safe? I have to stop right there. What are the efforts being made to keep local Jewish people safe? I don't know. Maybe firing rabbis who don't think you should be armed when you walk into a synagogue. Jews are unsafe because it's a Jewish holiday? No. You and your place of worship are unsafe because there are people out there who are nuts and you're not doing enough to make sure you can handle the people who are nuts. Rabbis and faith leaders who believe that if you show up armed to their place of worship, you shouldn't be allowed in. No, those faith leaders shouldn't be allowed to lead a congregation. Jews who are anti-gun and anti-Second Amendment don't have the single... It's not the right use of words, Tony. Bring it down a little bit. Be a little more focused in your conversation. There are Jews who believe that history is just history, and then there are those of us who believe that history is prologue. And Jews that don't believe in being proactive in their own protection should not be surprised when bad things happen. But I don't believe that this just applies to people who are Jewish. I believe this applies everywhere. History teaches. It is replete with examples that people who do not prepare are the ones who are unprepared. And being unprepared does not lead to a better life. Every single Jewish person in Indianapolis who doesn't believe in being armed in their synagogue is wrong. I will not agree to disagree. There is nobody I won't take on on these subjects. They are wrong. Now, if you say to me, well, Tony, the problem is, I won't disagree with you about the problem. I won't disagree with you about it, whether it be anti-Semitism, whatever you want to call it. I won't disagree with you that there are terrible people out there who want to do damage and want to do harm. I agree. And I won't disagree that it's awful that you would have to be armed in your place of worship. I won't disagree with that either. But I live in the real world, and the real world requires it. That's why any Jewish person who doesn't believe in being armed in their synagogue is wrong. Now, someone could choose not to be armed. I don't get to decide for them. But if they are proactive in telling me that I cannot be armed or someone else cannot be armed or the rabbi themselves cannot be armed, they are wrong. Adam Pinsker then takes over the story. Preventative efforts, that's what they are, Alexis. Uh, the FBI says that despite making up only 2% of the U.S. population, Jews are the target of more than 60% of religiously motivated hate crimes. A security consultant working with the Jewish Federation of Indianapolis is urging people to be vigilant, but not paranoid. It is one of the most important times of year for observant Jews. Rosh Hashanah, which begins at sundown Friday night, and Yom Kippur, which is September 24th and 25th. 
But with attacks against the Jewish community becoming more frequent, some may be discouraged from attending services. Now allow me. Uh, you should attend. I'll be at Sharei Tefillah. You, you go where you will. I don't really get to decide that. Of course you should go. Of course you should not be in any way, shape, or form discouraged. You're going you're gonna to let these people decide for you? What are you, nuts? These people? These worthless, bigoted bastards? You're going to let them decide for you? You're out of your head. Yeah, they don't get to decide. You decide for you. And one of the ways you decide for you is making sure that you are prepared to the best of your ability to go home alive and your family. People hate Jews. I don't know why, but they do. They always have. They always will. It won't change. There's a lot of Ilhan Omars out there. You know, let that change your life. Well, maybe if we didn't do this, maybe if we didn't do that, maybe if we weren't so uppity. I have, I have heard Jews say this. I've heard Jews say this who are considered in high esteem in Indianapolis. Disgusting. Go live your life. Go enjoy. And go celebrate the Jewish New Year. Go have fun. I'll see you there. But dear Lord, you're not going to go prepared? You're crazed. The reason this uh, story is an issue over at Wish TV is that it puts forth the idea that somehow uh, something has to happen and others have to protect people who are Jewish. No, no, no. Protect your damn self. What are you, you relying on others? Why? Why? Why would any group of people rely on someone other than themselves? Do, do churches rely on someone other than themselves, or do they have their own security teams? Why are why would you even think, well, we've got a good relationship with IMPD, and that's what... I'm not angry with the IMPD. I'm not saying they're bad people. You're not relying on yourself? You're not relying on the people in that congregation? You're not relying on your fellow congregants? That's That's ridiculous. Happy New Year. I'll see you tonight. They're on strike. United Auto Workers. Well, not all of them. It's an interesting play from Sean Fain, uh, who is the head of the United Auto Workers. Sean Fain, F-A-I-N. 13,000 workers on strike, consisting of members uh, who are part of all of the big three. You've got some General Motors workers on strike. You've got some Stellantis workers on strike. you got some Ford workers on strike. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. They're going to start dripping this out. Just start the strike, get the news talking about it. You add more people to the strike, the press starts to get more and more involved in it. Look how much it's growing. Oh, my gosh. Uh, These big three are going to have to do something. When will Pete Buttigieg step in and make this stop? What is President Biden going to do? Why isn't he more pro-union? You create a story. The auto workers want massive increases in pay. They want better retirement uh, benefits. They want 36% wage increases over four years. 
GM and Ford offered 20%. Stellantis, which used to be Fiat Chrysler, offered 17 and a half. They want COLA, cost of living increases. They want better retirement funds. They're not going to get everything they want. So the strike has begun. The union has an $825 million strike fund. $825 million. Their plan is to put people on strike slowly so they're not going to deplete the fund too badly. By only having 13,000 people on strike, they get to keep the vast majority of their funds as opposed to if they, let's say, took all basically 140,000 workers and put them on strike, 146,000 in all. Yes, union membership has indeed gone down. How long will this last? How long will this go on? Absolutely no idea. None. Uh, from, From what I have seen from people who are striking, who are involved in this one way or another, they're actually not opposed to the strike. They're taking a look at the money General Motors and, and, and Ford are making, and they're like, hey, we'd like a little bit more of this, please. It's a fine argument. Strike is the only way they can get, um, you know, uh, is, is they're trying to get a little bit more for them, for their families. I'm not going to make an argument to that. I'm not going to be opposed to this idea. Um, strike is the only thing they have in the arsenal. It's what they're going to use. This drip, drip, drip theory is kind of fascinating. It really is. That, all right, we'll put 13,000 people out. And, and I guess, you know, in three days, we don't have anything. We'll put more people out. Or we'll, then we'll put more people out. And you make it more and more of a story. It's actually a really interesting strategy. And, and uh, I'm surprised because I didn't see Sean Fain as a guy of strategy. Going with all three as opposed to focusing on one. He had been very, very uh, out, uh, uh, open about his disdain for Stellantis, for example. Um, and then uh, this, this uh, trickling it out. Hold back the funds on the, on the strike fund. Be able to keep your, your powder dry. Keep more cash reserve ready to go. We're all going to see, guys. We're going to see how this plays out. But the strike has begun. So for those of you playing the home game, uh, you've got... Uh, the writers on strike. I, I think you got the actors still on strike. And now the United Auto Workers on strike. The only person left, Matt Bear. When Matt Bear goes on strike, then you know it's serious. You think I have a contract? <laughs> well, I, uh, I wasn't going to get into the real meat of the matter, but we can discuss it if you want. <laughs> Probably better not. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. So I missed the moment where Yvonne Stokes, the former superintendent of Hamilton Southeastern Schools, tenders her resignation. And then there's a separation uh, uh, agreement. She's not going to sue. And you're like, what in the world happened here? And the only thing I can tell you is that something clearly happened. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. I have received from people all sorts of 
uh, stuff about oh, she was a problem and she, he was abusing this and here's what she was doing over here. I need something substantiated before I can bring that to the air because there's such a thing as standards. Standards that don't seem to be in, in place when Wish TV, man, I'm sorry, I don't mean to hate you guys, but dear Lord, maybe other people covered this story too. Norma Johnson's voice cracked with emotion as she approached members of the Hamilton Southeastern School Board on Wednesday. Quote, you're a bunch of racists. To do what you did to that woman, that is not right. You have made her life miserable ever since she took that position. It is no secret you did not want her here. You, you call them racists? Now, the... Um, addition of Yvonne Stokes to Hamilton Southeastern was uh, met with a little bit of, wait a second, not really having much experience. I think came from Munster. Um, uh, questions about her and, and, and DEI. And of course, DEI is bigotry and anything that opposes that, or I shouldn't say anything, but opposing that is the smart thing to do. DEI should not be in schools. No school should have a DEI officer. The state should not have a DEI officer. This is bigotry and we should not allow that. Racists? Is, is, this, is this why we put it in a story? Because it said racist? Oh, this is good. This is good. Oh, going to get a lot of hits with this. It's not news. It's one person screaming at the wind and doesn't tell us anything about why the resignation was tendered. Hey, uh, I, got, I got a blank piece of paper in front of me. I better, uh, I better fill that right quick. Oh, I'll just use this. It's like taking a post from Twitter X and saying, oh, that's a news story. It's not a news story. It's some putz on social media squawking like a freak. I don't know why she resigned. And I don't know if she was forced to resign. If I take a look at the information I've gotten, she was an issue. There were problems there was a series of things you know what i don't have concrete evidence do you if so tony at tonycats.com let's go why don't we get to the bottom of this this is i think the real consideration for the people at fishers i'm trying to remember what it was carmel was it the, the the superintendent left or somebody else left and or was it the principal of carmel high school and we never found out why Somehow we were not allowed to know. How We're the people of Carmel. How come we don't get to know? There is no possible way I want to know this information more than the people of Fishers want to know this information. There's no possible way. Don't the people of Fishers deserve to know? Don't they deserve to know what happened? The agreement, according to school board president Don Lang, um, forbids either side from talking about why Stokes resigned. With all due respect, I don't know if that's okay. I would like to know, I, I, I would believe that Fishers would like to know what happened. So much so that I'm, I invite Dr. Yvonne Stokes onto the show. Tell us. You have a separation agreement, you're not going to get paid, you're going to get paid. Don't the people of Fishers deserve to know? It is 
it, it's it's unfathomable to me. Now, if you say to me, Tony, if 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 you were to uh, leave your your employer, would would you want everybody knowing the details? You mean this this company here that doesn't work for the public? It's a different thing. It's a different thing. And trust me, when I leave, you'll hear all about it. Probably from them because I wouldn't say a word. I would just go on with my life. It's more. It's much more my style. If I'm talking about it, bad, bad, bad things happened. I mean super ultra bad. So for everything's good. It's good. We're negotiating. It's all fine. Settle down. I would think the people officials would want to know. I think writing a story that calls uh, the school board racist is disgusting. It's not news. It's not news. It's also not true because it's not substantiated by anything. Just like I cannot tell you why she resigned. Neither can they. Yet here's the story. Yet you have the disgusting nature of things that move on social media. There is no level of respect for the people of Fishers. It's nuts. It's wrong. You know why? I want to know. You've got proof of, of, of things being improper? I want to see it. I'll share that. People have been me, well, I know where Joe Hogsett was the night of the riots. No, you don't, because you've got no proof to give me. If you had proof, we'd all be talking about the story, but you don't have it. All you've got is your mouth flapping because that's what you want. It isn't the standard, damn it. Some standards would be nice. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.